going on, floppers? This is episode 38. It's Krish. It's Navek. How's it going, man? How are you doing? It's been uh, an all right week, you know? Yeah. How's your week been? Um, this past week has been kind of hectic, man. I guess, um, yeah, we're we're gearing up for some some pretty exciting episodes. So, you know, all the all the background work that we do for the floppers is definitely, uh, you know, Sorry, I don't know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> uh, what I'm trying to say is, yes, we're doing a lot of work because we're excited for some, you know, some new content that we're hopefully going to post. But uh, yeah, besides that, uh, I've been running, been running a lot because I'm running this marathon. You ever run a marathon before? Only in these streets. <laughs> when I was, uh, when I was down and dirty, when I was a young boy. Yeah. I just run marathons from the ops. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> No, not at all. I lived in an all right neighborhood. I mean, stabbings once in a while, but there are stabbings everywhere. That's right. That's right. How was your week? You okay? Uh, oh, yeah. Talk talk more about your marathon. When when is it happening? Uh, How long is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, PSA. You know, all my, all the floppers out there. When you're if you're free, March third, uh, come all the way out to the boonies of Burlington, and uh, you know, come uh, cheer me and a couple of my friends. Uh, Hamid and Ahmed and maybe Chris. I don't know. I feel like it's a maybe for all of us because like, who knows what the weather's going to be like. I might just off it last minute. Not actually. I won't off it. I promise. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, it's it's a half marathon. It's not a full marathon, but it's good, man. It's a good um, running is just like a good way. I've always found it to be probably just my favorite phys- kind of like physical exercise besides soccer, I'd say. Just like strong mental challenge above all things I had, a, I had a high school teacher who uh who always said like the greatest greek philosophers back in the day were all marathon runners just because they use the time to just continue to think you know because you're just running that's all you're doing it's mm. like i don't know you think a little bit about running up a hill or running down a hill but like besides that you know you have your form and like the rest of the time you're just thinking you have the you give yourself the time to think whether about running itself or like about anything else i don't know i always kind of thought that was kind of sick that's cool. I did not think of that. So, floppers, please support. Bring your cups of water. Hand it. If you see Krish, hand him like three cups of water, and he'll take one of them. Yeah, I'll take one of them. So, you know, 33% chance that your cup will be chosen. Quick math. Or uh, just bring three, one cup of Sprite, one cup of Coke, and one cup of water, and, and sees what he, what he takes. He takes right. the Coke. He's going to collapse. Vomit. Yeah, I'm going to vomit. You know, fun fact, I remember when I used to run track, uh, and I ran the 400 meter Right, and basically the 400 meter it sucks because you have to sprint the entire thing. <laughs> That's right. It's not like the 100 where it's like a you know like 12 seconds max in like in like elementary school. Yeah, this is grueling. And you know what I did so I I sprinted the full 400, went to the stands, and I drank a coke. <laughs> and you know For energy. I vomited. <laughs> yeah, of course out. you did. Of course you did. <laughs> because honestly, nobody really preached drink water. Always carry water. Even right. as a, even on a track team, like people weren't drinking water like that. <laughs> now everybody's on the water wave. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's how it went. I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one like, told you. Everybody's like, "Do you drink water? Are you drinking water? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you drinking water?" No, but now I am. I'm drinking water. You're now. drinking lots of water when you go to your gym. Good mm-hmm. man. Talk to me. Talk to me. Tell me about your week, real quick. Yeah, I'm taking coding classes right yeah. now and shout out to all my coders shout out to all my boaters the hashtag boaters you know we're the boater gang hashtag boater gang hashtag bripto boys bripto boys boater gang yeah 
Uh, and it's it's tough, man. It's not easy. Yeah, it's man. It's easy. Than I thought it would be. Yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out to anyone trying to uh, you know enter the tech world full force. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah, and you know, uh, some friends of mine have you know given up addictions, and I'm like, I don't know wait, if it like counts. this past week, or is this still related to tech or like? Oh no, no, I'm 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 shifting gears. All right, so you know how I do, like I just shift gears yeah, without right. telling people, kind of like how I drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> uh, one of my friends is like, yeah, man, you know what? <sighs> I'm quitting weed. I'm like, relax. It's not coke. Yeah. All right. You're not addicted to this. Like, it's it's not heroin where you're spending all your money on heroin and not on your child. Yeah, it's true. Come on. I remember one of my friends. Uh, I'm just gonna call him up. Victor was like, you know what? I'm gonna stop smoking. And then everybody's like, whoa, man, good for you. He's like, I'm only gonna smoke with with people. <laughs> I'm like, somebody can hit you up every day yeah. of the week. What does that mean? Like, are you smoking weed with your cat? Yeah. <laughs> like, smoking weed with inanimate objects. Like, pulls up to the stops on, yo, hit this, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's he's implying that he will no longer smoke alone. Yeah, okay, okay, well, okay. It's not a big improvement, dude. Somebody can, I can hit you up every day, Monday to Friday. Same, same shit. Yeah, that's right. Same effect. You get, in fact, Victor, people are likely a greater enabler than trying to stop on your own or like trying to stop just on your lonesome. So Victor, Hey man, we're rooting for you one way or another, but, uh, uh hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say, Victor. I'm sorry. Um, well, I guess like weed is not the worst thing, but it's not the best thing. So have it under control, you know, make sure you're, you're doing your shit. Everything. Yeah. 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 Uh, moderation, I guess. Some people get too lazy, <laughs> and they just, they don't do anything. That's right. Yeah, man. So, you know what I will say? What's Krish? that? You know what I will say? What do you always say? Just do it. Oh, like, yeah? I've been saying this since I was like six years old. Oh, yeah? Like, just do it. Like, my friends would be like, oh, I don't know if I could ride this bike. I'd be like, just do it. Damn. Right? I've, I've always been saying that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into this pretty pretty amazing interview that we uh, we got to record for for this week. We sat down with the homie Joseph Adamu. I think, in essence, Joseph is very simply a storyteller. Um, you know, he he mentions in this interview that labels like creative director or you know, kind of like director or producer. A lot of the stuff like it just gets tossed around so much, you know. Um, and I think he's right. A lot of that stuff can get so jumbled, especially given how accessible it is to 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 give yourself that title, you know. But yeah, Joseph is the founder and the creator of Sunday School, which is a creative agency that simply works to provide or to share stories of um, you know people of color, of minorities in general. Yeah, and uh, check out his IG, man. The photos are brilliant. Yeah, his his personal, um, which we'll link below, J O S E F Adamu. Um, yeah, just unreal, unreal photos. And of course, the Sunday School page, ssunday.co. Um, of course, we'll provide links all below. All 
super brilliant content. Um, and as we said, his, his storytelling above all things is, is kind of like the, the wildest thing I think to me, you know, he, he kind of upfront was like, listen, like my photography skills aren't like, you know, I wouldn't really even consider myself a, a, a photographer, but you know, it's, it's the direction or it's like this vision in my head that I'm able to articulate to other people and put that together or collaborate with people on that front that I think is like, perhaps one of the most remarkable things about this guy is that he sees things in his head and he's able to share that with other people. Um, and on the flip side, also encourage people to do the same thing, which is what I think is very special about Joseph on top of just knowing himself above all things, just my guy knows himself. So this was a really, really fun interview to, uh, to do. We recorded this at, uh, Byerson university. Shout out to our good homie Renee for hooking up the seminar room. Uh, hope you guys enjoy this one. Shout out to Renee. No shout outs to Byerson. What's going on, everyone? It's episode 38 of High Top Flip Floss. It's your boy, Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Not Chris, a.k.a. The Thomo Hemingway, a.k.a. Mr. Date Your Girl With You, a.k.a. Bash Me Outside because I don't fight, I just get beat up, a.k.a. Little Poopy Dirt, and I'm with my main man, Navek. Hey, it's Navek, a.k.a. Navape, a.k.a. Mr. Rump to your girl, say hello, then run away, a.k.a. The Tamil Tyrese, a.k.a. Tukak Shapur. And we have a, a dope guest here today. <laughs> today, joined with us, we have Joseph Adamu, the creator of Sunday School, which I think, in essence, is a, a creative agency um, that does a whole lot more than we could ever try to describe ourselves. So that's why we brought oh, Joseph with us today. Thanks guys, so much for joining us. You guys are crazy, man. <laughs> um, my pleasure, man. My name is Joseph Adamu, aka Sunday Samurai. Okay. And um, Sunday just Samurai. Follow, just, just following through with the concept that they <laughs> introduced themselves with, but I'm happy to be here. Um, it's my pleasure, and yeah. Where did Sunday Samuel come from? Because that's kind of uh, that's kind of tight. Just kind of came from this this the, the vibe you guys just gave off right now. Literally, like Word. literally just off of what you guys are saying. Yeah, yeah, I don't ever call myself Sunday Samurai, but it sounds kind of cool, man. And on, on a lot of the concepts we use through our um, through our like event planning and like just this like overall creative direction. Yeah. Um, continue this idea of just like Sunday S, so like Sunday shares, Sunday ah. socials, Sunday school, right? Sunday. Uh, whatever it may be. Um, I, we just dropped a series called Sincerely Sunday. So we keep that okay. thing going. So when you guys started doing that, I'm like, wait, let me make a quick name up. So yeah, I came yeah, up with yeah. Sunday Samurai. It's a complete joke, but like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Listen, man. I might actually man. use that now. Let me, let me yeah, bro. Right, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, um, I rock with yeah. Sunday Samurai, bro. Sun, cool. Samurai Jack is probably my, one of my all-time favorite. Uh, <laughs> you guys are crazy. Bro. I mean, kind of, is it? So, I mean, is Samurai, I'm just saying Samurai Jack is one of my favorite cartoons. Yeah. Oh, Why, you got a problem? I mean, out of all the cartoons, was it YTV? Uh, it's Cartoon Network, I think, right? Was it Cartoon, Cartoon Network? Network? Definitely wasn't YTV. Yeah, it wasn't YTV. YTV. Our, our Canadian network is just like... I thought it was Canadian. Doo-doo. Was it? No, I don't know. No, I don't think. I don't think yeah, don't think it, was, it was a Cartoon Network and then Teletoon had it, because Teletoon was like the closest thing that What did YTV have, man? Uh, like what did they create? <laughs> like Metroid? Was it Metroid? <laughs> yeah, we're going to get roasted for this, but oh, whatever. Man, if you watch YTV, whatever. Oh, or something like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Center- I mean, they were on back in the day. They were. Yeah. I don't know if we can diss them like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, they were on. They were on. They had some heat. That's right. <laughs> I don't remember any of that heat, but it was a little bit of that. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. Um, to get back on topic, as we said, uh, we talked a little bit about Sunday school, but um, that's something we want, we'd want. we love for you to describe because I'm sure mm. you've had uh, uh, plenty of opportunity to, to articulate it the way that uh, you'd want it to be. So and please, still, after after months, I still know how to articulate it <laughs> because I have so many ideas for how we can branch out into something bigger than it is right of now. Of course. 
but I'm taking it as slow as I can and just making sure I, at each pace or at each stage I keep a certain pace. Of course. Um, at this point, I'd say it's just like a creative agency that provides a platform for uh, individuals and our groups to come to us and get some creative help, creative right. direction. Um, I have my group, so I have my team that I work with, right. and then I kind of pick and choose who fits for each each project based off of their editing style or just the way they work, right. um, whether it's for Nike, uh, whether it's for a pair of jumpers, whether it's for uh, Corvette. Like It doesn't really matter who it is. It's just a matter of how does it align with the brand itself. That's amazing. So me being the director, I kind of just pick and choose, um, and then we kind of pick, we kind of go with whatever concept works best, and we go from there. Um, one of the most important things for me, especially here in Canada, is to really provide that platform because yeah. it's not really here. That's right. A lot of people resort to the States and the UK and Australia, just other parts of the world where they feel like it's they're more fashionably up to standard or they're just ahead of the game right. where there's a lot happening here. And one of the biggest things we have here, um, and a lot of cities don't oppose from like London, um, is diversity. Mm. So a lot of people that are from different ethnicities are equally as quote-unquote woke yeah, when it comes yeah, yeah. to certain things like fashion and architecture and just color and other things, film, entertainment. And we have that here. And you have a lot of educated people and you have a lot of intellectual people that can embrace that here. So I'm trying to make that platform where, like, to be honest with you, it's, it's ideally minorities right. kind of come together totally. and, we, uh, and, we, and, we, and we just embrace this undiscovered talent. You know of what course. I mean? Because there's a lot of it. And, like, I hate to use that when I'm describing it, but, like, low-key, that's kind of where I'm going with it. Yeah, it's yeah, minorities yeah. coming together and just killing it. You of know course. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we know who's on the TV for the most part. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, yeah. It's cool and all. Like, that's just, that is cool. But it's, like, at the same time, we can come together and make crazy stuff. Yeah, you know I mean? even so crazier. Definitely. Exactly. That's, that's, that's where I'm headed with it. So, I'd say creative agency based here in Toronto. Um, Art-focused, art obviously. Right. Um, and then, yeah, we focus on photography, videography, and illustration. Um, we're looking to open up into other avenues as well. YouTube. Um, you name it. We're just kind of yeah. we're just kind of taking it as slow as possible. Well, not as slow as possible, but as steady as possible. Of course, of making course. Making sure we get to that end goal. And uh, yeah, man, it's moving pretty pretty smooth so far. Yeah, pretty, man. Pretty happy with it so far. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's through these uh, the things that we've seen, the content that we've seen, whether it's through um, the Instagram. Please plug plug the plug the Sunday School Instagram, even your oh, own, yeah, so people yeah, can yeah, see yeah, this. Yeah. You know? So so Sunday School Instagram. Unfortunately, Sunday School itself was taken. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to change up the name a bit, and we kind of got used to it. So now it's S S U N D A Y. So the day Sunday with two S's, dot .co, um, even Sunday with two S's was taken. So we had yeah. to add the dot .co Damn. as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. which is cool because that's, that's our website. Yeah. So it's like you see the Instagram, you see the website. It's of the course. exact same thing. Brilliant. Um, and then my personal Instagram is my name. So J-O-S-E-F-A-D-A-M-U, uh, uh, Joseph Adamu. Uh, my, my actual name is Joseph Adamu with a P-H. Oh, shit. But just for the sake of being artistic. Yeah, yeah you got to change it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I kind of changed it a few years ago. Um, not legally or anything, just like <laughs> for social media. Yeah. Um, and I'm really big on, like, symmetry and just, like, having a balance. So, yeah. like, the reason why I changed it was because Joseph has the same amount of letters as Adamu with the F. Oh, say a word. Whereas P-H would have been six versus five. I don't know. It's a weird thing that I have within me. Yeah. No one judge me, but, like, it's just something that I kind of... <laughs> I guess plugged into the you know, uh, man, makes the equation and it makes more sense to me. And since then, people also looks a bit more memorable. Like you see the name, you're like, oh yeah, he spells it with an F, opposed to like the guy that spells it with a PH or the millions that spell it with a PH, mm. right? I agree. Yeah, no, no, that's it's it's a bit of a anal explanation yeah, as yeah, to yeah. What, <laughs> what my uh, my name's about. But yeah, no, nah, Joseph Damo on Instagram and then S S U N D A Y dot C O on Instagram as well for my for my business page, and then yeah, Twitter about the same thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
Or before starting the the agency, did yeah. you start out as like a photographer or a writer? Um, just creative direction for myself. People consider me a model. I hate using that term. Though. <laughs> no offense, it's a cool, it's a, it's, a, it's a cool term. I know, like, as time goes on, becoming a being a model is more cool nowadays. Before it was just like, oh yeah, you're just one on the runway. But now models are doing more and more. That's right. Right, but like, so it's a lot more platforms. for me. Like it's a lot more. Like I'm telling visual stories. Like, mm-hmm. Everything you see has a meaning behind it. Right. Has a story behind it, and I direct all my stories as well. So I'm not just standing there and a photographer's taking a photos, and then they're going home and they're editing it. For the most part, man, it's like, like I'm the one that's putting t- together the story. I'm the one styling it. I even edit a lot of the times. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like a lot of photographers. Not a lot. I want to see. I won't see a lot, but a good amount. Um, just like send me the photos, and then I take care of the rest. Right. You know what I mean? Definitely give the, give the credits and all that, and a lot of and a lot of them are phenomenal. But at the same time, it's like when it comes to me, I have a very specific way to go about mm. it. I try to keep my edits consistent and all that kind of stuff as of well. So I'd say I was like a yeah, like a model creative director beforehand mm. for my own personal brand at least. Um, and then now I've gotten to a point where I've shaped it. Shape. I've, I've I've learned a lot and I've experienced a lot. I've experienced enough to kind of make it something where I'm behind the scenes, right? And I'm just kind of overseeing everything and I'm putting people in places that I used to be in. Opposed to always being in front of the camera, I feel like a narcissist. Yeah, yeah, it can get you. The 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 tables have shifted, and now I'm I'm, I'm the one behind the behind the scenes. So yeah, of course, yeah, it can kind of end up being a little bit more fulfilling that way too. Oh right? yeah, it's much much more fulfilling. You, you can kind of see other people thrive in their. I'm fields. much more patient too. I, I feel like when I was shooting before and I was in front of the camera. Well, I still am, but what I'm saying is, like, I used to be so eager to get the photos the next day. True. I was like, yo, like, I need to post tomorrow. Like, <laughs> that guy posted or that person posted. Like, let me keep up. Yeah. And then after I got to the point now, like, I've grown so much that even if it is a picture of me, I, I kind of let it take its time because everyone has their own schedule. But apart from that, like, I just like to see things kind of sit down for a bit mm. and you get back to it and, like, oh, wow, like, let's, let's, let's edit it with fresh eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, nah, man, it's, 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 it's I'm, I'm, I'm really anal and I'm really detail oriented, which is kind of good. Because end result is always going to be like really superb, but then you can overthink a lot too. Sometimes you don't want to post something that's amazing yeah. because in your <laughs> eyes, you've seen it from the ground up. You've seen it when it was non-edited and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's true. You're just like, ah, oh, man, I don't want to post there or something, or you don't want to put it together and send it to a um, publication. But after a while, I just got to a point where it's like, nah, man, like I've grown, I've grown, I've gotten that confidence to kind of just like know what I want and just put it out. So brilliant man yeah that's brilliant yeah, man, um and, and speaking of that or at least uh you know kind of learning how you you your process um to kind of even go before that before you even before you even knew that doing kind of creative work was something you want to do um i'm curious to know where your 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 kind of your your journey began i guess like from from the little bit that we we've, we've learned about you yeah um you haven't spent your whole life in Canada. You, you were you were you born here? Were you so born, born and raised here? I can give you guys a de- like the, the whole rundown yeah, of, man, of my of course. Uh, my uh, mm. my uh, Canadian come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. please do, please <laughs> do. Canadian come up. Yeah. Um, so I'm born and raised uh, a lot of places. So I'm born and raised in like Kipping, Kipling and Finch. Word. Then I moved so West End my whole life basically. Yeah. Then I moved over to uh, Lawrence Heights area. Where you familiar with that area? Like York Day area. York okay. Day? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I I spent a lot of time there. Top fives from there. All all Top artists. Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, shut um, off on any block. Yeah, <laughs> was there for a good amount of my life. Uh, I'd say about seven years, about kindergarten to like, or like grade one to grade six, like one of those types of things. Yeah, and then I moved from there to Western Road and Finch. So that's where I really spent a lot of my time. 
um, not too far from New York University. Word. So like about 10 minutes, like 15 minutes from Jaden Finch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, spent a good amount of time there. Uh, then graduated from high school. My mom wanted to get out of the hood or whatever. Well, I wasn't in the hood, but I was close enough to it. Word. Like, you know, you live right outside of a hood. Yeah. You go to school with them. Mm. You, you, you play ball with them and all that <laughs> stuff. So, like, you're basically from there, but you're not. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. So, my mom was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's go. Let's get out of here. So, we headed out to Brampton. So, actually, I actually live in Brampton. Okay. Um, and I've been in Brampton about five years now. And I don't really talk about it because there's nothing in Brampton. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Brampton, man. We got, we got friends from Brampton. <laughs> Everyone uh, I mean... <laughs> Everyone, everyone thinks. Um, what was I gonna say? I'm from there now because like a lot of people have met me recently right. in the last like five, six years or so. I don't really talk about it, so it, it doesn't really matter to me. But um, yeah, I moved to Brampton because my mom wanted me to be closer to school. Right. I was going to UTM, so University of Toronto, Mississauga. Shout yeah. out to my Eagles. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the school. The school's like tier four, but I'm, yeah. you know. Uh, we got that paper, right? You that's, got that's, that. that's a conversation for yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for another day. But yeah, I definitely got that paper. So yeah, you got that you know, paper. We're gonna wall. embrace that always. Of course, All right, top school in Canada. <laughs> you know, we're here. Uh, but yeah, um, we're all about roasting the alma mater. Don't trust worry. Trust. Look, Ryerson is not even on tier. It's like fifty eighth. I looked in the world; it's ranked eight hundred. Like, I was like, come on, not even the top five hundred. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so. My mom wanted me closer to school, so we headed over to to Brampton. So it's closer because UTM's Mississauga, mm-hmm. so I Peel region, you know. Um, and I think when I went to University of Toronto, Mississauga, like UTM, that's where I really, really, I guess, gained my interest in in, in creative in general. Right. Um, before that, but high school was just all about basketball and girls, and, all that <laughs> and that's dope. Don't get me wrong; like obviously, that's that hood dream. But at the same time, like you go to university and it's more you're around more intellectual people, mm. you know. Um, you take things more seriously. There's more responsibility. There's more attention towards time management and organization and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So being around the right people, being around more diversity as well, really helped me. Weird. Uh, I grew up with strictly blacks and brown. No way. Like not even like none like no white people. Weird. Basically. Um, which was cool, but like you know, like once university, you see meeting Persians, you're meeting Asians, you're yeah. meeting um, Hispanics. I had no mis- Hispanic friends growing up, but Word. you know, I went to university and started to meet people from different places, and a lot of international students, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's where you're really learning about different places in the world, opposed to like, oh yeah, I'm Indian, but I'm from like Pickering. Yeah. You know, like people are actually from India, people are actually from um, Cam- Cambodia. Tanzania, yep. you name it, right? So it really, really grasped my interest in just like meeting different people. Word. Creativity from different places and just knowing that a lot of people are like, they know what's going on in the urban world, even though they're at, like, they're in like uh, Hong Kong or whatever, world, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's for hype beasts. Yeah. Beasts, yeah. But, <laughs> but I'm saying is like, you have this narrow mind yeah. growing up and after you meet people and it's like, it really takes you to different different directions. So what, it hap- what, what happened was, I'm meeting a lot of people in school and I'm like, yo, like this is actually like pretty dope. Like I'm meeting different people, I'm learning different things. So I kind of opened up my fashion game a bit more. I kind of opened up my eyes to just like creativity and art in general, going to more galleries and meeting more people and just yeah. like opening my, my mind basically. And I'm the kind of guy like once I start going in a certain direction, I go full force. I don't mm. like do half, half this, half that. So like once I started to take the fashion route, I really got into fashion. I was wearing like flooded pants in third year of university. <laughs> I wanted to be like Kanye or like Virgil, yeah. but with a mix of like, I don't know, Outkast and Andre 3000. Like it, was, it, was, it was a wearing like handbags to school and shit. It was mad weird. Man. Oh, but, really? you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but like, 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 it was cool. It was cool in the, in the, in the time. And that was revolutionary, bro. Yeah. I had a dumb, name. Dumb I had a name because I originated from Nigeria. My parents were Nigerian. Um, they called me Flygeria. Flygeria. Oh, yeah. it, it was a really known thing. It was a this really... Guy is Joseph, a.k.a. Sunday Samir, a.k.a. Flygeria. Right Flygeria, that's hard. That's <laughs> it. If I ever see you guys again, I'm using that entire <laughs> line, bro. From Sunday Samurai to Flygeria. But basically, yeah, I um, developed that name. It was my Instagram name. It was everything. And like, it really got me 
kind of places because like hosting events every now and then. Crazy. Like, I was like the new, not new big thing, but like you know, I was kind of doing my thing at school. What kind of what kind of events going. and stuff like 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 parties and like. Um, my squad a few spoken words. I was the host for them. Damn. It was kind of cool. It was on the ball, just like this. Like it wasn't even like I planned anything ahead of time. Yeah. I didn't rehearse to be a host. It was one of those things where it just kind of happened. Yeah. Because naturally I had that essence, I guess. All right. Um. So headed into fashion a bit more, and then after with fashion, obviously comes arts because yep. they kind of go hand in hand. Totally. So I picked up um just like magazines and started looking at more like Tumblr. Yeah. I was sleeping on Tumblr, you know, and then I started to curate my own life. I'm like, you know, man, this stuff's cool to like do every day, but like I wanted to like put together like little photo books and like model. Yeah. You know, I got stopped one day at school and there's some Asian girl wanted me to model for the school medium. And I was like, ah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. But like, I mean, I dressed apart every day. I might as well like yeah, take a yeah. few photos. Yeah. And she took a photo and I'm like, bro, what's your contact, man? <laughs> Man's looking just, proper. I started talking and after she started taking more photos of me and I'm like, yo, this is kind of what I want to do. Yeah. And you're in school, right? So like, there's no rush to like graduate and get a job in medicine or anything. So you're like, why not do it while you're in school, right? So I'm like, totally. you know what? Like, I went to school for digital management anyways, so it kind of goes hand in hand with like the digital world. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just start modeling. I started doing that a bit more. No runway or anything. I didn't get anywhere crazy with it, right. which is fine. But like, I just caught that passion for like arts and mm. it really helped me and it opened my eyes to more things. I wanted to find out what was happening at Paris Fashion Week, what was happening in New York Fashion Week. I was keeping up with all of that. And then, like I said, like once you get into that, you get into like art as a whole, mm. right? I hate labels, so I never, I, I never really want to call myself a creative director and all that kind of stuff. But after a while, it's like, yo, like this is what I want to do. Like, let me yeah. actually look into getting into that direction. Let me actually start to like follow um, directors or photographers or just people that are behind the scenes yep. doing this kind of stuff and see how they go about their stuff. Um, so I start watching a lot of documentaries on it, movies. Watching more movies in general, um, commercials, just to get a sense of how the art direction is yeah. behind it all. Start paying more attention to, exactly. to the fine details. And detail became crazy to me. Like, it's all I care about now. Like, I see detail everywhere, and it's like I point it out, I take pictures of it, I add it, I, I use it as in inspiration for something that's coming up, and you wouldn't even know because I find a way to remix it. You know what I mean? Word. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's basically how I got to where I am now. I graduated through two, two, two to three years ago, I'd say, Word. from UTM. Yeah. Um, well, nah, like two years ago, yeah, yeah, 2006, like beginning of 2016. Um, and I'd just been like to, like freelancing and trying to find ways to make this work from then. Of course. Well, I, I used to work at Indochino. Have okay. you guys ever heard of it? Yeah, yeah. Indochino, we do men's suits, custom oh, suiting. Okay. Right. They have one at King, they have one in Square One, they That's have right. one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's around, it's cool. It's a Vancouver-based company. That's right. It started custom suiting. online, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was there for about three, four years. It was kind of cool, part-time, doing school. I was like, yo, this is cool and everything. Shout out to my Indochino people. But like, I was like, yo, I got to get out. Yeah. Got out. Just can't do nine to five like that. Um, and then I just picked up this like as a passion. And ever since then, I've been like, you know, slowly but surely progressing, getting better at it, yeah, paying attention to more detail and practicing with myself at first, right? So yeah. I don't know if you guys have been on my Instagram or my personal website, but like a lot of the stuff that I was doing before, as much as I don't like it that much anymore because it's old, was just a way to practice through me. That's right. Because mm -hmm. like, you know, you can practice on someone else, but you know what you want. So you yeah. show that, display that, and then see what kind of feedback we get. And it was getting good feedback, but it got to a point where it's like, okay, enough of me. Let's let's get other people involved. So even before Sunday School, I was like working with a few people here and there. Um, I worked with a few musicians. I won't name any names just because relationships can be a bit weird. Right? <laughs> um, but... I got to a point where I was like, you know what, let me actually start something with substance. Kind of the same when you guys started this. Like, it's cool to like talk about it, but like, let's do it. Yeah. Let's get into it. Even if you learn as you go, like, let's exercise it. Of course. So Sunday School came about April 2017. And I'm the kind of guy, man, I get right into it, man. Damn. Like, it's cool to like plan things for years. I get it. Like, I get it. Like, I get people that take 
months or years to really get something executed. But nowadays with social media and just how things are moving, man, you gotta kind of just gotta go with the times, man. Because before you know it, someone's gonna have your idea or someone's gonna pick up mm-hmm. on that opportunity. Yeah. So, and a see like this where no one cares, man. Like Screwface Capital, everyone just keeps yeah. it moving. You know, if you're not good enough, on to the next. You yeah, know man. what I mean? Hundred um, percent. You gotta really keep up. So started Sunday school and it was a bit tough at first because like okay with no budget with nothing at all we're, I'm just literally just going to do this out of passion yeah. I'm just going to take my talents and like get a few people that are passionate about this kind of thing or they're into it and like see if I can get some things done and honestly I'm not going to lie to you that's kind of how the projects have come about Brilliant. Um, I brought my books so I'll show you guys after but basically like I don't like a lot of people. I can't lie to people. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, man, we got budgets for this. Or, oh, yeah, I was granted the opportunity to use this space. No, I'm not going to bullshit you guys. It was legit just out of passion yeah. and just, like, hard work and dedication that we were able to pull our strings with half the things we've done. Not even half, all of it. Um, and it's just about motivating people, you know. Yeah. Um, and whether it's a DM, whether it's a comment on Instagram, whether it's a a message when I'm walking down Ryerson, the, the, the Ryerson yeah. streets or whatever. It means a lot, and I, I I take that energy and I fuel it into the next project because yeah. people care, man. People yeah. care, and mm-hmm. people really want to see you win. So, um, I think I, f- I feel like after a while, it's like it's it's like your duty to them to make sure that you fulfill yeah. that and you keep going. So, yeah, I'm that far because of that. That far because of that, and I'm really really happy with where we are. We're at. I try to always not to compare myself to people and like not even like think, oh man, I should have I should done that. Just take it as you as as it comes, of course. and understand what, what what's next. Yeah, Basically, man. yeah, man, yeah. Man, huge. Well, you're yeah. coming um, up on a year then. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, coming up on, up on a year. We have a f- few things planned for the year anniversary Brilliant. just to make sure we do it right. And, um, you know, it's cool to do stuff online. It's cool to get your love online, but it's time It's time to start getting out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, whether it's through podcasts, whether it's through, whether it's through, I don't know, meetings with people that can invest in your company, whether it's museums, galleries that you can install your, ex- your, install your stuff in. Um, whatever it is, you got to get your name out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, man. Um, Align yourself with people that make sense like this. Of course. People that make sense in your lane. People that are in touch with the youth and yeah. arts and culture and all that kind of stuff. And that's where we're headed. So, um, yeah, man, I'm really, really excited. I'm really, really happy with where crazy, we're at. Crazy, man. Right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're certainly in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. That you're, well, not crazy, but something that you, you kind of mentioned about, like, getting that, that validation from people who kind of feel that underrepresentation, right? Trust me. That's the fuel. Mm-hmm. It's 100%. Man. I feel like, Navik, and I kind of feel similarly with this show. It's just like... There are tons of people, whether it be Sri Lankan Tamils or, or anyone of South Asian descent, whatever it is, who are just like, yo, it's just nice to to hear your voice kind of deal, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, like, it was huge. When you guys hit me up, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I was taking a look at who you guys knew and who I knew. Like, yeah. oh, shoot, this is dope. But above all that, even if I didn't see any of that, like, just the fact that we're, we're minorities, yeah. it's huge mm-hmm. to me to, like, make sure, like, I like we contribute in some way to each other. Of course. Help each other out. I'm not saying, like, if it was a white person, I wouldn't do it. Right. I definitely probably would. But it's, like, at the same time, it's a different kind of feeling That's when it's right. someone that, same come up, same kind of vibe. Exactly. Our mentality is a bit, a bit, yeah. a bit, a bit more right. aligned. You know what I mean? Um, just because, like, that's just what we do, like, help people out. That's right. So, yeah. Yeah, man. That's huge. Huge. Huge, man. Um, something we're keen to ask you is, uh, you know, <clears throat> the, the, based on who we speak with, a, a lot of times this answer kind of varies, but um, we're always keen to ask about mentorship because a lot of time when it comes to roles like these where you're taking on things by yourself, um, a lot of times it is just like, listen, there's no one who's been willing to take me on. There's no one that I've, I've found that I really kind of connected with to learn from. Yeah. Um, so we're curious to know, like, has there been any mentors along the way? Have there been people that yeah, you've, man. you know, you've kind of, uh, you've worked with or, I mean, or aligned yourself with? Like, you know, coming up, you got a few friends that, like older, old, older, older, what's the word? Older, like model. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. That kind of like, you know, 
role model, sorry. Like, yeah. you know, they kind of just, like, play that role for a few, maybe a few months. Or, like, they're just, like, talk to them on a WhatsApp base. Or you talk yeah. to them on, like, an email base. So it's nothing serious. But, like, an actual mentor that's following every step of the way for a specific amount of time or really helping me out. I haven't really had that. Mm. Um, you know, I have family that, like, I look up to. And I, I, I try to see what I can do to make them happy or fulfill whatever they fulfilled. They're just kind of trying to keep up. But at the same time, man, it's like I've gotten to a point where it's like just do your own thing. And yeah. it's honestly easier said than done because, yeah. I, again, like you said, that mentorship is very important. But because I've tried to I've tried to seek out for yeah. mentorship and it's never really worked in my favor, um, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it, it, it didn't seem like it had much potential. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But, you know, um, I didn't take any hard feelings. I didn't take it as, oh, okay, cool, like, Watch them be better than you. Not at all. It's one of those things where you just kind of take it and you, you know, use it as motivation to do better, yeah. and to be w- much better, and me be work harder. So it's a lot of, it's a, a lot of it's within. Like a lot of it's um, mental, mental preparation and mental um, development, and just like taking time out of your day to really understand what's next, right? And progressing with that, and have really, I wouldn't say high standards, but I, I kind of set myself on a really high level where like the next step needs to be really huge. Yeah. So. And that's always been a thing of mine. Like, I've always been that kind of guy to be, like, really, really on my game. Word. So mentorship was important. Look at me wrong. It still is important. Like, if mm. I had a guy tomorrow, bro, I'd be like, yo, man, that's good, man. Yeah, but, like, yeah. at the same time, you got to know like, what, what, what your worth is. And you got to know what you're capable of doing and see what you're capable of doing. And if you can't get that mentorship, then you still work at your own pace. You yeah. know, I don't know where I'd be right now if I had a mentor. Word. I'd probably be a lot further. I'd probably be having opportunities that I wouldn't have otherwise, right? Yeah. But it's, huge. it's not an excuse, Right, I went to Nigeria like a few weeks ago, man. And yeah, bro, we got we got to talk about that, man. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like no excuses anymore, man. Yeah. Like, I came back and it's like, oh man, like whether it's in your home, helping out, or outside of your home, and you're representing your family on the streets, and you're just an ambassador for your for your for your for that last name of yours. Like everything matters, man. Everything is it, it is 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 so much more important to me because you go back home and it's like, man, people are dying to be where you are, and they're working trillion times as harder, mm. you know, and they're still smiling. Yeah, you're yeah. still happy, and whether you say no to them when they're grab when they have peanuts and they're selling it to you by the street side or not, and they're still happy. They still find a way to make do. Who are you to exp- complain or anything like that? You know what I mean? So, bring that back from Africa, and it's like, man, good question. Like mentorship is very important, but mental, like mental, like being being that mental mentor, being that mental mentor for yourself yeah. is also very, very big and crucial as well, and. I've never really thought about that too often because I've just always felt like, yo, you got to be your own. Your own role model. Your own role mm-hmm. model, yeah. You got to be your own security. You got to be your own savior. You got to be your own guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes I can't even find the word, but yeah, you got to be your own guy sometimes, yeah. man. man. <laughs> like, you gotta I'm not really seeking that right. guy anymore anyways. Like right. I told you, when I was in school, when I was still figuring out this creative thing, I was like, okay, definitely need to find someone that can fit that role. And there were a few people in the city that I did actually um, contact, which is Amazing. fine. Like, yeah. you know, um, some of them are still cool with me, others not so much, which, right. is, which is fine. But at the end of it all, what it is is, yeah, being your own guy and just like not necessarily having to seek out anyone and not comparing yourself to people because that can kill you, you know. Yeah, um, that's really toxic. just taking your own pathway through things. And honestly, another thing I mentioned before was that idea of like people – offering support through like the little comments they make and you know yeah. like the little oh yo you're doing really well I, I, I noticed that or even this you guys reaching out to me this matters yeah. you know those little comments matter because it's like oh this is positive reinforcements to move forward and really mm-hmm. take off with this and really understand that you're actually doing something memorable yeah money's cool man all that stuff's dope but like memories is what's, what's mm-hmm. most important to me and taking these opportunities and making them like life-changing you know what yeah. I mean? 
like Kanye without money would still be like the boss, yeah, the yeah, guy, just right. because he's done so much and he's made so much of a change. And that's where I want to be. You know what I mean? I want to be at that level where it's like, oh yeah, he made a huge impact. That's right. Know? Yeah, Kanye. Kind of drifting, but you know. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Kanye would have at least like 13 mil on a GoFundMe page if 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 he came to that point. You know, you know what, what I mean? mean? Like it's yeah. just like you, 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 there's so much more to that than just like the, that that tangible feeling of money and that tan- those material things, which is cool. I'm a t- I used to be a material guy too, yeah. but I kind of noticed that like there's so much more to life than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've had. People hit me up sometimes after projects like Sunday school, for example. I'll show you some guys, and like you know, they reach, they hit me up after and like, yo, man, I, you really helped me out. You really like, you really changed my life. Where you Word. really like, like you made me see things that I never thought I would see before. And that alone is like a billion bucks to me, man. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that alone is, it's gonna help me sleep and help me eat. And you starve, you do all this stuff to get to that, and then after you get that opportunity, and it fills you in, like it literally fills you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, man, that was that was amazing. So. Yeah, man. Honestly, I can go on for days about like, <laughs> experiences in general, but yeah. much more mentorship, man. Yeah, man. I definitely think that it's it is important. Don't get yeah. me wrong, especially for like the younger generation. Mm. You see what's happening nowadays. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You feel like you can take on like a mentee, like an eighteen year old person. Man, that's a good question. <laughs> I probably can. Yeah. yeah, I probably can. And honestly, like low key, without even saying it, that's kind of what Sunday school can end up welcoming. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just because, like, if you look at the content. Like, a lot of it is obviously drifting towards that age group. Mm. I'd say anything between, like, 15 to 25. Right. But more or less 15 to 21, right. if we're being honest. More color. Mm. Has a more youthful vibe. Like, Tyler. Like, Tyler's making music for everyone, but realistically, his crowd is, like, a bit younger. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 Like, The color he uses, just the way he goes about his music, yep. his style. Right? So, it's kind of the same idea. Yeah. Um, different, different whole, whole different vibe, but, like, same idea as far as that niche market that you're trying to um, intrigue. Um, so yeah, no, I definitely take on a mentee. Definitely take on mentees in general. Yeah. I'm kind of actually taking on a mentee right now because even the guys that are kind of helping me out, a few of them are kind of just like learning through yeah. me. They're not necessarily doing much, or they're not making much of an impact. But they're like, yo, Joseph, like, can I come to that and like shadow you? Can I like see what you did with that? Can I watch you edit? Yeah. So I'm actually low key kind of doing that. But yeah, I want to actually be able to take take on a mentee and help a kid like really take off, and okay. whether it's through music or whatever, like whatever it may be. There's a lot of kids that are in music that want to get more direction as right. to what they want to do with right, that. Right. Or if it's someone that wants to do what I'm doing and they're like, yo, how do you get to where you want to get to? Modeling, I can help you right. figure out that as well. So it's like, yeah, no, definitely. Just through the experience. Yeah. yeah, that's brilliant. Um, I guess the <clears throat> kind of a, an, another big question, or I guess is, it's time we've seen that it's the the first day of February, Black History Month is in full effect. And yeah. uh, through Sunday school, you there's definitely some things, as you briefly mentioned earlier, that you're, you're trying to kind of get rolling um, as the month is passing through, we definitely want to talk to you about uh, some of the things that you want to do through Sunday School for yeah, Black History yeah, Month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, for February, I had this idea like three months ago where I wanted to just like highlight black excellence yeah. across the globe. I wanted to do North America at first because I had a friend that's from the UK and said they celebrated Black History Month like two months ago. Weird. It's like, it was like October. Um, I was like, wait, what the hell? It's kind of with me. I, I didn't know, right? Um, yeah, me neither. I thought it so was, uh, I kind of restricted to North America, but then I'm like, you know what? Screw it, man. Let's talk to people in Kenya. Let's talk to people in Nairobi. Nairobi. <laughs> talk to people in, in 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 New York. Let's talk to people in LA. Let's talk yeah. to people in Slovenia. I don't care where you are, man. Let's let's work. Let's figure it out. So, at first, I reached out to like like pretty high quality photographers, videographers, and illustrators, mm. just because I keep my my work to a certain level yeah. to see if they would be willing to contribute. Uh, and a lot of them answered back. A lot of them said like, you know, yeah, cool. Like I'll take part. And then others. Um, I kind of disallowed social media to take its role. So I said, Word. yo, 
if you feel like it and you, if you have some really good content this month let's all get together and unite for Sincerely Sunday that's what it's called Sincerely hashtag Sunday. Sincerely Sunday um, hashtag it tag us and, and depending on how good it is or depending on what kind of um, content it is we'll repost it you mm. know what I mean so I'm trying to get everyone involved and it's a way to market ourselves while we market them as well so it's yeah. like a dual thing of yeah, course. so we help you guys out while you guys help us and but beyond helping out, it's just like expressing and just embracing black culture. Right. Um, and it's very easy to do that on social media nowadays, right? So let's do it with a purpose. Of course, right. just doing it without any direction, right? Right. So started Sincerely Sunday today. I had my first post, some guy from D.C. Pretty Amazing. dope. Yeah, 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 pretty dope. And then throughout the month, I'll be posting more. I try to do it every day, but 28 days is a lot for yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying, to, I'm trying to see if I can do that. Of if course. I can, that's fine. I'll figure it out. But um, And then obviously our own projects as well. Um, on the 15th, we're releasing a Black Panther project. Mm, that's going to be crazy. Okay. So Black Panther's coming out. We did like a little film on it. It's like a two, three minute excerpt to kind of get people hyped up for the for, right. for, for, for the, for and, the movie. And this can be seen on the website? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, be on the site, be on social media. Yeah, of course. Our, our, our regular rollout. Got like a little kid to like play that role. We like decorated a room. Uh, it's like, it was pretty cool, yeah, yeah. Movie's going to be crazy. I yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just super excited about that. Super excited about that. It's yeah. really important that everyone goes and watches it, not bootleg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, pay for that, Contribute to the, to the, to, to, to the, to the cause but yeah um that's coming out february 15th um yeah then the personal not personal like ss projects will be dropping throughout the month as well including that black panther one cbc interviewed me oh uh, man crazy three days ago now two days about two days ago yeah how'd that go um it was cool it's for black history month as well they're giving spotlights to a few people that are doing like really good in their industry nope again positive reinforcement into why you should keep going you know what i mean um, and I used SS as the platform to speak about because they asked me what I do and what this is about. Sunday school. I'm yeah. putting it in the magazine. So. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I um, I did that. That was really big. That's gonna be really big for our brand in general right. because now we can say we worked in CBC. Yeah, man, huge. And um, yeah, no, like it's it's looking pretty good. And I want to use this month to really take off above numbers, just like just just awareness. Yeah, whether you follow or not, just awareness. Like you know about it, right? Um, I made a jacket that I kind of wear every now. It's Sunday school jacket. Weird. I didn't wear it today, but it's at the it's at the crib. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been wearing that to get the name out there. So even if you're on the street and we're at a street light, you yeah, see man. it. It's in your head now. Of course. You know what I mean, um, then I have the book. I have some stickers. I should have brought you guys stickers. Yeah, I, might no have some, <laughs> I might might have some in my in my, in my laptop case. Hey, but no um, we'll come find yeah, you again. Yeah, it's honestly <laughs> just like a way to get it out there without doing the most. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, Man, we got to get those soccer jerseys. Those are Fuego. Oh, Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Soccer those, jerseys are heat. Those AC Milan joints. Yeah, 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 <laughs> man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm still working on trying to get more, uh, get an actual like solid prototype hey, of that no and, get, and get those going. We'll um, be ready. We'll Yassir, be ready. my friend Yasir, you guys know Yasir. Yeah, Yasir is actually talking to me about ways we can get that done um, because he does fashion, obviously, Man, himself. Yes. Yeah, so I'm looking at how we can push the envelope with that and get that going yeah, um, man. but yeah no nah, definitely something that we, we see coming merch is huge merch huge. is huge and merch will and merch will like get people more into it as well That's i right. know people like to incorporate fashion with all this kind of stuff so we're of definitely course. looking to that as well yeah it's just a matter of like honestly with that i can do that anytime it's just a matter of like execution and having the funds and all that kind of stuff ready yeah man um and then for march it's kind of off topic le- leading away from february from yeah. in march we have a, a workshop coming where um we just got a grant from Vibe Arts. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's and, amazing. And, and they gave us a certain amount of money to conduct some form of a, a workshop. And we're just going to use it as an opportunity to speak on photography, videography, yeah. being first generation Canadian. Yeah. You know, a lot of us come from different backgrounds, um, whether it's Asia, Africa, Europe, whatever it may be. Mm. So coming together and just like 
talking about that and you know having that issue where like I don't know maybe, maybe you could have to have the same issue where your your parents want you to be medicine or law or you know the pillars baby oh the God. five pillars you know what I mean um, yeah you, know, you want to pursue art or, or something that's in that in, in that field yeah so speaking on how to deal with that and mental illness talk about um, what else we speak about um, socioeconomic issues just a few things that like people honestly like speak about but we're gonna yeah. make it kind of cool of course speak about how it involves itself with the creative field that's right and then maybe the last day we do like a little photo story mm. where we take photos around the area depending on the weather and then yeah wrap up wrap up the workshop three weeks it'd be on Sundays of three weeks so of course the, the March 4th 11th and 18th okay great that's the plan right now yeah, right. yeah. Um, so that's coming as well so it's like things are slowly looking looking a lot better than they were maybe last year or, or looking a lot better than I thought in my head to begin with. Yeah. You know, I thought this was going to be a lot slower. I thought people weren't going to be as committed or people weren't going to be as willing to do things. But honestly, man, people love the content. People love the execution. People love the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's it's really coming together nicely. So I'm, I'm, I'm really happy about yeah. it. Yeah. And you'll have, you'll have to... Come up is so uh, beautiful, man. Yeah, seriously. Come up is so yeah. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming up and all these things are slowly working in your favor and then you get to that point where you have that that Grammy story. You know? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> remember, remember back in the day I used to sleep on the basement. Like, all that stuff. Man. Cool. Remember that day I recorded those chumps at Ryerson, bro? Like, we passed those days now. Crazy. <laughs> um, no, man, it's sincerely, it is uh, kind of the, the most exciting part is doing all this work now, right? When, yeah. when everyone's kind of at the same ground level. You'll certainly have to uh, let us know these dates again so we can help uh, help push that. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. So I'm looking right now at the f- March 4th. Yeah. So that's a Sunday. And the following Sunday, March 11th, and the following Proper. Sunday, the 18th. Cool, man. If it changes, it'll be 11th, 18th, and 25th, so I'll shift it one week right. over. Um, but then, yeah, just another way to get everyone involved. And it won't be that many people because we just kind of accommodate for that much people. Right. we got to feed people. Yeah, Make sure, yeah, make course, sure everyone gets home safe and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So it'll be like maybe 10 to 15 people. Right. But we'll put out a memo for um, RSVP and that kind of stuff right. so that people can take part in it. And, yeah, I mean, just come have fun. Just open up. Yeah, man. Let us know about your feelings. Let us That's know right. about just your life and give us... Because, you know, we're all about storytelling. So it's like just having that opportunity to have a voice and speak on it. And then we speak to you about how we deal with that and our creative process and mm. all that kind of stuff. So it'd be, it'd be pretty interesting, man. Yeah. Brilliant, man. Mm. Brilliant. Well, that's kind of a uh, big question for you. Um, and I guess I feel like this, w- this is a good way to kind of wrap up this episode. Uh, a lot of what you've spoken about is, is your, your identity as a, as a creative, where your kind of influences come from, whether it be fashion or from art and going to university. Um, but the kind of underlying theme of, you know the the intentions behind all of your work comes down to someone's identity as like a as you said as a second generation as a first g- generation immigrant in this country um, and as you briefly mentioned going back to Nigeria and also having Nigerian parents here I'm really or both of us are really curious to know um, how you kind of feel about your your identity as a as a Nigerian Canadian or as a Nigerian just a Canadian um, has there ever been a struggle for you to kind of pinpoint what your identity is is that something you still struggle with is it something you feel like you've You've kind of come to terms with it at this point in your life? Um, yeah, I think I kind of come to terms with it now. Uh, a lot of my friends are, like, Jamaican. Word. A lot of my friends are, like, Ghanaian. So, like, the other parts of Africa, other parts of the Caribbean, or, you know, just not from here. I have a lot of brown friends, too. A lot of people from India, Pakistan, or whatever it may Word. be. Um, and have I had any, like, any struggle with identity? Not really, but, like, I've never really been in touch with Nigeria. Mm. Right, your parents are Nigerian. You go to Nigerian church. Right. You go to Nigerian parties. Your, your family friends are Nigerian. You know, like like you have that vibe where like you're you're in touch with the culture, right. but you've never really had that feeling of what it's actually like. It's mm. all stories. Yeah. So going back, um, in December, well, December January, it was really 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 important for me because you're feeling it now. You know, right. you're feeling the heat, the food, the 
the bribing, yeah. the gambles, <laughs> the the airport security. You're right. feeling all that kind of stuff, the corruption, all that kind of. Stuff. You're, you're actually feeling it firsthand, Word. and uh, it's really really important for everyone to have that feeling, mm. whether, whether you're from Canada or not. Like it, wherever you're from, go back and really feel it and see where your parents came, parents came from. Right. Because um, yeah, man, you start to see your family and whether they're struggling or not, you get to really feel what life is like over there. You know what I mean? Um, but growing up, the identity issue, not really, man. Like, I've always been proud Nigerian. I've always been mm-hmm. proud Nigerian first, Canadian second, just because, like, that's where my parents are from, and that's what I'm raised off right. of, you know. Um, and it's a lot of culture, so it's like I really want I really enjoy embracing that. And whenever I go to parties, I'll, like, dance a bit or whatever yeah, it may yeah, be, yeah. you know what I mean? And no, 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 there's definitely not. Identity has never really been an issue in that aspect. Um, right. Other than that, no, I can't, I can't really think. I feel like in general, being black in Canada you gotta work 10 times as harder that's just how it is in general you know usually minorities Truth. in general to yeah, be honest yeah. with you yeah you gotta work 10 times as harder so identity as a black Canadian is is, is, is super important um, and I'm fortunate enough that like I don't know I think I, I kinda I, I kinda stand out like I'm kinda like a, like, like I'm kinda doing my thing yeah 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 totally <laughs> I'm kinda doing my thing right now um, because it's like a lot of people get put in that stereotype typical what's that word like stigma where it's like oh yeah you're just like another black kid that doesn't do anything with their lives or whatever it may be and it's like there's a lot of black people that are doing really well crazy they're, crazy they're killing things. it female, female and male um, and I'm just happy that I can say that I'm doing my thing you yeah. know what I mean and I'm heading towards that direction where I think good things are coming and whether it's through Sunday school or not like it's just like I, I feel proud about the progression you know yeah, what man. I mean identity so not for me personally it's never really been a been a, been, a, been a really big issue for me. I think maybe when I travel and people don't know me, that's when it's like you're just another, you know, black person or whatever. But right. here in Toronto, I feel like as much as, as, as long as you, you know, you're, you know, you know what you're doing, you do things with, do things with intent and you carry yourself well, mm. professionally, intellectually, like you should be fine for the most part. Yeah, that's how I feel like it should be cool. Really, man? No excuses. Like I said, you know yeah. what I mean? Like coming back from Africa, man, there's no excuses, man. You work t- 10 times as harder, that's just how it is. Yeah. You, you didn't learn that yesterday. This is something we've known from day one. You know, you, you grew up and watched your parents t- work 10 times as harder. Why do you think that you shouldn't, you know? Right. And they're not from here. Like, so they're working 20 times as harder because they come from a place where they're already misfortune. They come here. They probably don't know the language as well, so yep. they got to learn that. And then it's harder to get a job. Education might not be the same. You know, it just becomes so much more tough for them. So you're born here. You went to school here. You grew up on ABC. Like you know, it's different. It's different. <laughs> yeah. different for us that grew up here and everything. So just work hard, man. Work hard. Work smart. Yeah. <laughs> More than anything, I don't think it's even work hard anymore. I think it's just work smart and just know what you're doing and do things with intent. That's one of the most important things. So identity. No, nah, I think identity has always been a been a thing that I had never really looked or frowned upon or like was scared to speak on. Right. Just because it's always been straight up with me, like. Another Nigerian guy doing his thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? brilliant. Shout to John Boyega, man. Yeah, John Star Boyega, Wars, bro. Man. My oh, God, yeah, yo, he, he pulled up in this crazy movie called Detroit. Have you guys? You, yeah, you either was it? it good? Oh, yeah, I never I watched know, it. I, I, heard seen a, I heard a lot of bad things. Is that like, Bri- really? bad things? Hey, okay, I think are good things. Okay, I have yet to watch it as well, but I know it was like a sleeper. Like it wasn't in your mainstream movies and stuff. So I'm trying to watch that movie because like, yeah, right now John Boyega had he had that old British movie where he's like he's like a, he's like a kid and they're like fighting the aliens, whatever. Yeah, it's like still kind of comedic. Um, the first Star Wars, I was like, all right, this is like the perfect mix of like, you're letting this guy's acting skills shine through. I'm about it. You get the, you get a little, give him a little bit of humor. I'm like proper. Yeah. And both of you guys watched the latest Star Wars? I didn't watch it. So okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I got something to say about that Star Wars. Okay. Go ahead. Shouts to John Boyega. That's, that's the dude, but that movie is not good. It's not good. Huh? I did not think it was, Honestly, it was way too long. A lot of plot holes. In my opinion, they, they kind of, uh, 
honestly, I think they they kind of like screwed over John Boyega. Oh, they wait. like they like they took away that like the depth of his character and made him more about like trying to be a funny guy, which like I rape, and I'm like, you're kind of wasting a really good actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like yeah. you you like the last movie, you really set up him to have like a lot more depth, you know. Um, we may or may not spoil this for you, but no, 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 that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, but no man yeah shout out to John Boyega shout out to you for uh, for for coming through and and kind of to to wrap up everything here I think whether you know I think the fact that you feel comfortable with your identity is what motivates or makes Sunday School such a brilliant idea because for the for people who do struggle it just provides more reinforcement and more encouragement to to get in touch with it you know um, so that's brilliant. We're gonna jump into, I guess, a new segment that we're adding to our show as of today. So you're you're our uh, our pilot for this. So nice, hopefully nice, it goes well. Nice. Uh, but this is a new segment called Three Pete, uh, sponsored by Lil Wayne. Young Moolah, baby! Shout out to Weezy. Shout out to the Carter Three, shout the greatest. To yeah, shout out to the greatest album uh, Lil Wayne ever created. Uh, so this is a series uh, where essentially we just ask three different questions, um, all in threes. I don't know if I explained that right, but basically, <laughs> we're going to ask you three different questions, um, each asking you to rank things in three. I guess you don't even have to rank them. Um, but yeah, we're always just curious to know things unrelated to the work um, yeah. and also just uh, creates more conversation, you know? So the first question we have for you, who are three musical artists you think are going to blow in 2018? Mikey 100K from North Carolina, completely unrelated. Like, no one knows him. Yeah, word. But we, we a dude with a, he has like a Camino sound, like 88 Camino. Word. Um, Drew Howard. Yeah. Um, oh, same yeah, he has, he, has, he has a communal sound, but he's been doing it for so long. But because he's so unknown, no one knows that. So I feel like if he comes out now, it'll sound like Drew Howard. Crazy. Right? But he's been doing it for so long. He's killer, man. He's killing it. I'm really big on SoundCloud. Yeah. I'd be on there all day finding new artists and yeah. stuff. So that's completely like random. Like no one's going to know who he is. But yo, shout out to Mikey 100K, man. No one really knows who he is. He's supposed to come here for a festival one time that my, my friend was having. Have you guys ever heard of a festival called Utopia? Yeah. Yeah. My friend actually runs that. My no friend way. From UTN, man. He put it together. Amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, happened three times or twice. I don't know how much times it's happened now, but he kind of just stopped it. But the last one, Mikey 100K was supposed to be there. Right. Um, his flight was screwed up or something. But it would have been a dope time to like get the city to see him yeah. and really take him in. So, yo, shout out to Mikey 100K. Um, Sean Leon. Yeah. I mean, he's... He's been doing his thing for a while now. And a I appreciate time. a person that's like been grinding, yeah, been man. at it for a while, and they know their worth, so they just keep going, right? Some, right. People, some people like suffer from depression or like they just stop or they're not really into it anymore. So, shout out to Mikey 100, uh, Sean <laughs> Beyond, yeah. um, just because like he's been steady with it, he's been consistent. Super that steady. turf track is crazy, crazy. Um, oh, yeah. So shout out to him for that, um, and he's been like really self branding himself really well. Like I said. Regardless of the situation, no excuses. He just keeps going. Yeah, he just yeah. keeps branding himself as if he's Kanye West level. That's right. And I mean, sometimes you got to do that when you're at the bottom. You got to yeah. really put yourself in that position. And he got Daniel Caesar backing him now, and Caesar's yeah. huge. Yeah. So it's like that whole IXXI. They're That's really right. killing it right now. So yeah, man, uh, totally. shout out to Sean Leon for that constant effort and yeah. killing it all the time. When no one um, co-signs you, you co-sign yourself. It's crazy, yeah. man. You know. So that's good for him. Uh, third artist. I got to think outside the box with this one. <laughs> um, Who's going to blow? Who's going to blow? Who am I listening to right now? Ah, uh, man, this is tough. This is <laughs> tough. You say, like, when you say blow, give me give me, give me, me an example of blow. Sure, man. Like, who you? Caesar? Who, who you like, yeah. Caesar, so that's a classic I, blow. Yeah, so I think <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic blow. <laughs> But yeah, it's a classic blow. I feel like I uh, feel like I feel like he would have he would have been a pick for last year. He fulfilled that uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. 
Um, so he's he's definitely at that point. But you know what? Like, yeah, someone you think is underappreciated, someone who uh, who isn't getting the looks that they deserve. Like, might give a hundred k. Neither of it, I, I don't know if you've heard of him. Never. I haven't. Known. Yeah. I'm so I haven't either. Him. So we gotta we gotta peep him. You know. Yeah, he's dope. Um, um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, Navik, who, who do you think is gonna? Who do you feel like twenty eighteen is like a, is gonna be a really good year for? John Vinyl. Yeah, man. Uh, Shout out John I was Vinyl. Say that. Yeah, that yeah. was the homie. He's cool, man. He's yeah, dope. man. He's he's gonna go for sure. The music is really really good. Shout out to Tyler Santos as well. Yeah. Um, who's putting together John Vinyl's um, um like stuff? And who's behind Will Studios? Will Studios. Those are the good. Those are good homies. Raul and Eric. Um, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, those guys. They do some crazy. Like the stuff looks dope, man. Man, it's they're nuts. they're super special. Is it, is it, is it selling? Like, like it looks 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 man, fire. It moves, mm. man. Yeah, these guys. Where, I, where, I think where? I think the biggest thing about them is like uh, their their presentations are just crazy. Like, yeah, wow. I'm, like, I'm like, yo, wait, who are these guys? Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta work on something. It's, it's yeah, crazy. man. It's, 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 it's I like when people are out here maintaining a certain level, regardless of their like the awareness. Yeah, man. Like, even if it's two followers, like they're still keeping that like hype beast past like. 10 times past hype beats, like right. Neil Barrett type yeah, of level of, of work. So I'm, I'm really, really impressed with their stuff, definitely. Yeah, Pickering guys? Uh, I, think Pick, they're from, I, think from, I think they're from Toronto. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, they okay, both okay. grew up in the Toronto area. Nice, nice, nice. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to Will Studios as well. Um, unrelated to music, but those guys are, they're yeah, cool. those, those guys are definitely going to do some work they're in 2018. Cool. Also, um, Smooky Margiela. Smooky Margiela. Um, I mean, to me, he kind of blew already, no? I mean, he's still, he's he crazy. hasn't, he's not at any festivals yet, no mixtape, no project out yet. Oh, they just announced coming. that today or two days ago, but it's coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. this but guy's fulfilling, bro. This guy's Nostradamus. Oh, I'm already right. <laughs> I just saw that. I just saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Smokey Margiela is definitely on the come up. Yeah. I was going to say that actually, kind of low key, but yeah. I was like, let me keep it Toronto kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. You know, but hey, not definitely. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm I, hasn't blown yet. That's I asked good. this question without even thinking on my front, bro, to be quite honest with you. I didn't even, I didn't even think about <laughs> it. Really the There's a lot of artists here, but it's like, I'll be honest with you, man. A lot of Toronto artists, like, they're dope, but it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like their goals end here. There's, I don't know if, yeah. a, lot of, I don't know if a lot of them think outside the box. Like, they mm. think, like, let's try to make this the next big thing. That's right. So you'll see them, you'll hear them in the clubs. Yeah. And it's like, after that, you know. That's right. Yeah, how far, how far does the content? Personal. It's like one or two songs, and then it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah. They just do it for fun, where other people like Sean Leon are like, this is their life. They're deep, man. You know, mm. like, this is what this is all they want to do, Daniel Caesar. People like that, like. You know they want to. This is all they want to do. So, uh, shouts to them for using their craft as yeah. like a career and really taking it to another level. Hmm. Um, hmm. Trying to think. That's I, a tricky I, I, one. I gotta answer this question, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Um, I'm gonna think on this yeah. too. Um, what? Uh, were you not? Were you recently with uh, Mick? Mick Jenkins? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about that. So that's Mick crazy. Because uh, he's he's someone who's like who's still underrated. Like he put oh, out the album and that's so like, underrated. Yeah. The I, album I never, is crazy. Honestly, like. You know, into his stuff, but like, I never knew how big, he, well, how, how how well known he was. I was yeah. big because his, his music should be everywhere. But yeah. Like, I never, I never really knew how, how, his how reach. well known he was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Until I started asking people about him, or like, you know, I put him on my Instagram story, and people were like, yo, what's going on with that? And it's like, oh wait, like people actually know. Like his Instagram is, tells a story. Like I can tell he's pretty known, but mm. at the same time, it's like my surroundings don't really speak about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so it was kind of it was kind of cool to see people like reacting and naming songs and like. You know, drink more water and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that's dope. Um, but I have a really close friend in, in Chicago named Lawrence J. Shout out to Lawrence, that, um, really dope friend of mine. We've been friends for about three, four years now. Photographer out there. He's like one of mixed boys. Crazy. Um, and I guess through like you know social media, you can find anyone nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether through Explore Feed or anything, they were kind of talking, and then after you know he just kind of mentioned my work and he saw my work and he goes, yo, this guy's pretty crazy. Mm. So we kept in touch here and there. But again, I'm from Toronto. He's from Chicago. Like yeah. how, 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 how easy is it to work? Mm. 
Um, so after a few years, he's like, I guess after a while, he started seeing my work and he's seeing the progression. He's like, yo, like, nah, I got to make it happen regardless. So amazing. We started talking and we started like, you know, looking at making things work. I'm actually going to LA with him on, on Tuesday. Crazy. So good things should be coming from that. Nothing sealed, nothing, nothing official, but like we're, we're, we're working on something, 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 um, something big. Hopefully he has the album coming out pretty soon too. So Damn. that should be pretty dope. Yeah. Cause that last album was, man, that was nuts. So yeah. that, we're excited nah, for you, man. He's crazy. Yeah. A lot of reach. He's so young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of reach. He really, he really pushes the envelope when it comes to music. Um, I think with him, it's just more or less like like making the whole package mm. really take off. Yeah, right? exactly. Because music's great, um, but you gotta have like crazy videos and crazy yeah, visuals man. in general. Yeah, because they really project the message. Yeah, they accentuate so the, the exactly. stories that he tells. Right, so it's very important to have that. So if I can help out in any way, I will. Um, doing some stuff with Jazz Cardi as well. Crazy, yeah. yeah working mm. with Jazz, Jazz is pretty dope. Um, you know been doing it for so long now no real co-signing he's still going hard one yeah. of the best performers i've ever seen in my life amazing yeah so you know just i guess working and just like associating myself with people that i know have the potential yeah. and have the same idea or have the same ideas in their heads that i have right we kind of align creatively of course and that's probably the best way to end up with a perfect formula because it's like people that kind of understand where we're coming from vice versa you know we can speak on hood tales we can speak on color we can speak yeah. on symmetry and all that kind of stuff and it makes sense to both of us so shout out to those two yeah um and yeah man it was it's, it's been a pretty good process all so far it's been a pretty good few years just like learning in the ropes yeah learning how to get out of certain situations learning how to avoid certain situations and music in general is amazing right it's yeah. just a matter of if i can help out with bringing that to another level of course so of course like, through yeah. a different medium yeah. That's special. Um, next question for you. Who are three people from this city, uh, whether on a creative front, a business front, um, who are three, three people from this city whose work you think goes unnoticed? You, you, you take your time to think about this. Don't, don't sweat it. Because <laughs> we'll certainly, uh, we'll certainly oh, edit this man. one. Because that was a tough oh, one. Man. Oh, man. Is it even unnoticed? I don't know if this like, Hey, it, man, let's talk about <laughs> it for sure. Whatever uh, you I got this I got this dude that uh makes um, um illustrations. Gangbox, you guys Gangbox, yeah. Shout out Moya, man. Bro, I knew his name, I just didn't know how to say yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Moya, yeah, yeah. Moya. I've, I've been speaking to him just like on DM basis for the last bit. Just cause like, you know, I I've seen his stuff. I never I, I like to speak to people and actually yeah. get to figure out like who you are and what yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's amazing. And it, it goes noticed, like you know, I mean, he's doing his thing. He's kind of in that scene, you know, yeah. the downtown scene, or whatever. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's like he should be worldwide, globally, like huge like his stuff is crazy yeah, yeah yeah and you know i feel like if he just gets the right opportunity working with the right people he can really take off in the anime world he can really take off in the music world a lot, yeah. of, a, a lot of musicians like that animation stuff agree um he can take off in fashion too like yeah. babe can use some designs from him you know what i mean like that totally, kind of thing as totally. well so he's doing really really well and i name him because he pushes the envelope it's a little better than what is going on just in the city it's like yo this can be the next big thing mm. globally yeah. you know what I mean totally so, shouts to him what is it um, his Instagram is uh, gang.box I'm yeah yeah, sure yeah. That's he's it. dope gang.box yeah. Moya. Moya shouts yeah, to you yeah. man. you're killing shit bro <laughs> um, SP Badu SP Badu you know man Speak ever heard of him no, Spencer no, no. Badu he's a fashion designer from um, from Toronto uh, Ghanaian dude really really dope it's pretty pretty chill keeps to himself but the work is crazy man yeah. I'll show you guys some stuff yeah. before we wrap up um <laughs> Great stuff, great presentation. I think with him, it's just, I think, 
awareness. You yeah. know what I mean? Like getting himself out there more. I think he's in Paris right now. Might be back. Crazy. Um, he was there just like, you know, doing his fashion thing. Shouts to him, man. He, he works really hard. I've been to his studio a few times. It's day in, day out, man. Like legit every day. Damn. Sunday to Monday. I was just like grinding, grinding, grinding. So shouts to him for that constant effort. But the work is crazy. Yeah. The, 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 the fits, the, the quality is really, really dope. So shouts to him. He's yeah. really, really killing it. Um, and then, yo, Darze, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, they were literally the last episode that we just did. So. Big homies. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Cheyenne and, and Yasir. I remember one time talking to these guys like two years ago <laughs> about just like some concepts they had in mind and it's dope shit. Yeah. It's a matter of resources, right? Of it's course. a matter of resources and money and getting that stuff put together, man. Shout out to them. They're really holding it down. They're really in tune with the culture and they're, you know, smart guys. You see, he's a really smart guy. He's always been pretty sharp. Yeah. He's been pretty on it, you know, doing better for himself now. So I'm happy for him, but I see really good things coming from, from, from what they're doing. He understands. He's very detail oriented too. Yeah. So shout out to him. Darzee's looking really, really dope. Love the shoes, man. Yeah. Love the shoes. It's crazy. Bro, you know? Crazy. Shouts to Shasta Shasta Yasir, man. Darze is really, really killing it. So I say, yeah, Darze, Gang Box, and SP Badu. SP Badu, man. Okay. Those are the guys right now. Yeah. I see it. I'm like, man, what's going yeah. on? We gotta get you bigger, man. There's some <laughs> other names too. Don't get me wrong. There's some a few honorable mentions I probably can't even think of right now, but shouts to those guys on the of forefront course. for real. Yeah, man. Now the next one, this is gonna be a super hard question. This is gonna be the hardest one I'm gonna ask you today. <laughs> Who are the three best dressed athletes? Across all sports. Across all sports. Okay, let's talk about... Navek and I will discuss worst-dressed athletes. Bro? Yeah, while well, you yeah. think about best-dressed, Navek and I will talk about worst. Uh, um, honestly, some really bad ones. Off, off the top, like, I feel like most athletes are like kind of washed. You know, like Everyone's pulling up in like the, the ripped denim and like the yeah, tall tees yeah, now. Yeah. It's like, all right, it's th- um, three years too late. But I don't really watch. Uh, sorry, I don't really watch NFL. Okay, I know some people killing it there. They probably have some stylists or something. Like, yeah, dope. The thing I just don't really watch it. Yeah, same here. Um, same here. EPL like this soccer in yeah. general. Like it's cool. I grew up on it. My dad's a huge EPL fan. Weird. But I don't really keep up with that, so I don't keep up with their outfits for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest with you. Same kind of deal, yeah. It worked. Let's talk about the NBA because there's a lot of iconic fits, a lot of unicornic fits as well, bro. Like, (laughs) I I mean, like, everyone everyone talks about Russ Westbrook being the god. Russ West is... Russ West is he was doing his thing at a point, and I I was digging in like obviously they'll push the envelope, do your thing. I feel like every sport, like everything needs that person that's just yeah. like different from everyone else. It's gonna push I mean? it, yeah. Regardless of what the segment or category might be, everyone needs that person that we're all gonna like look twice at. You know? Yeah, man. Kills it on the court, so it doesn't really matter. That's but right. like Russ West is definitely very embraceful off the court as well. Can't knock him, and he's doing his thing, but yeah. it does look a bit weird at times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, like I saw a picture of him where he wore a T-shirt that just covered his nipples, <laughs> and then Jesus Mer- or Jesus Nice tweeted out, uh, "Are you letting your girl walk up like this?" And I was <laughs> like, "When I seen that, I seen that." I was, <laughs> I was screaming when I seen that. Man. Oh my goodness! Best dressed NBA players is because it's all I know. Probably Nick Young. Yeah, Nick Young's pretty sick. Swaggy P, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 I was gonna say he was whack. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was tight like that. Nah, nah, Nick actually, Young has some fits. He gets some fits off. I don't yeah. know, man. He gets some stuff yeah, off. It I depends agree. on what you've seen. Um, I don't know how people feel about it, but I like Kyle Kuzma, man. Kyle Kuzma, eh? He gets some fits off from what I've seen so far. So shout out to the Youngin for like, you know, pushing it. Yeah, 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 trying to. As of more recent, um, yeah. he's cool. He's cool. But like Nick Young, I actually, I actually like what he like. He puts together. Yeah. They're probably doing Wade. Dwayne Wade, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dwayne Wade um, is for the most part being pretty consistent. Every once in a while, I remember. Sometimes you get some some fits and you're <laughs> like, yo, like you, you're kind of pushing it because yeah. you're like a six five yeah. black dude. It looks a bit weird on you guys, yeah. 
but like it would be something that maybe I'd put on and it'd be crazy, but like yeah. certain people, it looks a bit weird, right? That's like, right. Even Mick Jenkins does some stuff sometimes. It's like, <laughs> yo, you're a bit huge because he's like he's like six five. He's, he's a massive huge guy. Yeah. He's huge too. Yeah, and he's a bit bigger too, right? Yeah. Um. So Wade has some fits. Wade has some fits. I'm probably missing someone or some ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at this moment, I'd say those three for now, just because like top of my head, I'm thinking about like you know when, when they're in that um. The, the, the pregame word, walk word. and you yeah. see those guys walking by those are the first ones that right off the top of my head come come to my mind yeah man probably some other ones definitely stuck um, in the mix yeah. I think as far you're, as athletes. Uh, you're probably missing Carmelo <laughs> <laughs> I mean my guy he he doesn't have a ring but he has the award for best hats oh, okay <laughs> he has the best hats I've ever seen I'm like you you have that hat my guy like how did you get that hat how did you get the ten gallon? Yeah. That's, you had to go to Texas to get the ten gallon. Melo has some Melo gets Melo has some Melo has some hats. <laughs> Melo has some hats. I'm thinking about it right now. I, I totally forgot. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking about guys that are a bit younger. But Wade, not not Wade, but Wade just kind of came to my head because Gabriel Union, like, he's just around. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. goes out to more of these galas and stuff. Right. So you see him in more elegant spaces. Yeah, man. Wade, I don't know. I just didn't really think about. I mean, not, not Wade. Carmelo, I didn't really think about. <laughs> where Kuzma and, like, Nick Young are, like, you know, former Laker. Well, one of them is a Laker, one yeah. of them isn't anymore. Right. But yeah, like, there's guys I used to see be a bit more flashy with their outfits and stuff. Yeah. Um, if I can think of any, man, I'll let you guys know. But honestly, <laughs> the NBA, for the most part, man, guys are normally dressed pretty, pretty basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for um, the most part. Then there are a few guys who come through with crazy stuff. Like PJ Tucker has like the craziest Yo. collection. Shoe collection, yeah. He actually comes comes hard. Yeah, I'm thinking about it right now. He actually comes hard. I totally yeah. forgot about PJ Tucker. He's just like I don't think about. That's though, right. You know what I mean? But. I'm thinking about it. I've seen him in some pregame fits. Yeah, man. They, they come hard, He's man. He's got some yeah. crazy mm, rare wow. sneakers. He's Anyone wo- else for you? Like, solid? NBA? Just Yeah, dress-wise. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, I'm also a yeah. soccer fan. So, like, I think of oh, some okay. soccer players and, like, like uh, I support Arsenal. So, that's the team I support. So, like, Pogba goes hard? Pardon me? Paul Pogba, he goes hard? Yeah, Paul Pogba goes super hard, okay. man. Um, I think... That Parisian. <laughs> yeah, I rate him. I rate uh, Hector Bellerin has, like, some crazy fits. Like, oh, again, right. there, there's some people who just, like... Yeah, who are into it. They have the money to, to kind of get of into course, it, right? Man. So this is, this is, yeah, for um, sure. It's just uh, Louis, Be- Louis Belt across my body, you know? <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just a joke um, to them. But, yeah, man, I'm trying to think. Even in the soccer world. Like, soccer world, same thing. There's some people who just, like, yeah, just aren't into it. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm trying to think even in ball. Like, I'm trying to think Raptors right now. Like, everyone's pretty oh, low-key yeah. on the Raptors, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah, there's yeah, there's like there's there's no one there's no one doing anything special. Whatever, they're they're focusing on the ball. That's, yeah, I guess. They're, yeah, whatever. They're to, That's fine. Trying <laughs> they're, to do that. They're trying to win rings, not Trust not me. best dressed athletes of the year. So yeah, fair enough. I don't know anyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey man, no, that's that's. That's that's all we need from you today, man. This has been this has been a lot of fun. Thank you, uh, thank you so much for joining us. It's Seriously, not me. Man, honestly, uh, just like this again. This is just another opportunity for me to support while I'm being supported you of know course. what I mean and just like getting the name out there and getting any opportunity to yeah embrace and just and just like expand and I feel like I do a lot of expanding my own like mm-hmm. I sit at home and I'm like yo this is what we're doing next and you know a lot of this self preparation thing is cool but at times you want to go out there and actually like speak to people and yeah, get man. feedback yeah. because one of the biggest things for me, for, for me this year is getting feedback mm. like good or bad like what do you see what do you like what did you, what didn't you expect what did like? What did you expect? Like that kind of thing as well. Word. So even after this, like I'm gonna speak to you guys about a few things about yeah. my own my own thing, just so 
you know, I can get some feedback. Just because, like, I, I want to see what, how people feel about stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and what you like and what you don't like. Because at the end of the day, like, as much as you might not buy anything from me, like, you're part of the audience. Of course. It's good to see what everyone else is thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's huge and really, really, really meaningful to me to have that feedback from people. Yeah. Of course, man. Of course. Yeah. And we uh, we certainly just want to see you keep flying, man. This is almost a year of Sunday school being in full effect. And, yeah. Uh, we're very excited to see how it kind of kind of keeps rolling through the rest of the year. When do you guys first see it, or do you guys first see me first? We saw we saw you first. It okay. was yeah, yeah, yeah through through obviously mutual friends through Yasir through uh, through John yeah. Jamil. Shout out those guys. Um, so that's how we we kind of first found out about it. And yeah, it was it was a mix of uh, it was a mix of just seeing. I think yeah, for the two of us, just uh, when we see minorities being put put on a pedestal, put on 100%. put on that front. Um, particularly in this like very beautiful way, um, that's where this that excitement comes from. It's, yeah, yeah. it's exactly what you said too. It's like as soon as you see someone doing something for an underrepresented group, the the attraction is immediately there. All 100%. you want to do is just, even if it's just like a, a thumbs up to be like, yo, you're doing good, yeah, keep yeah, doing definitely. this. Um, but that's that's so much of what this podcast is about, right? Obviously, we want to make people laugh, but um, we also want to just put on for people. People who are under, underrepresented. It's right? huge. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you again for joining us, bro. Hundred um, percent. I appreciate it. Bro. Usually we end with a segment called "Soup It Up," where we talk about some shit that made us salty this week. But I feel like it's been a pretty good week for it's everyone. It's been an all right week. Yeah. Usually I'm angry every week about something, <laughs> but no, this week has been chill. Yeah, man. So I mean, other than the Grammys, but what? I mean, we know how that goes. What are you mad about? Hmm? What are you mad about? Well, the Grammys. Yeah. All right, SZA. <laughs> oh, sorry. You know, what? let's let's let's, let's enter the segment. Soup it up. <laughs> go ahead, Nivek. Tell us why you mad. Well. <laughs> um, okay, so who who to go for? Okay, so definitely SZA. All right, that album was phenomenal. Not yeah. even best new artist. Come on. Yeah. Um, they went Bruce, to Alessia Cari though, right? Best new artist. Shout out Brampton. Shout out Brampton. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's that. that's oh, tough. She won it, right? Yeah. She yeah. Wanted. That's tough because yeah, she's Brampton, but I mean, come on, like she she dropped like three years ago. <laughs> and I think I thought Khalid phenomenal project yeah. uh, SZA even Uzi had like a, a good year yeah. you know good good singles what all he, that what's he up for I don't I didn't care what the Grammys at all uh, what's what he up for was he up for best oh, new artist Uzi yeah best new artist oh okay, okay. yeah and um, best new artist yeah, yeah. Crazy. same kind of thing it's like oh Uzi popped like a year ago right a year two years ago I'd say so weird how it happens but Mm-hmm. Grammys are always late. What Chance won Best New Artist last year, and it's like ah, <laughs> Chance has been around since like 2012. Yeah, but happens, man. Yeah, um, yeah obviously, it was, uh, I feel like people are mad, but this is a thing. People yeah. are upset. Yeah. yeah. Also, what does K Dot have to do to win Album of the Year? K Dot. Like, what type of album should he make? Yeah. To win album of the yeah. Year, like was, was every it year. Bruno who won uh, Album of the Year. Yeah. Damn, over Kendrick and Childish and Jay Z. Exactly, like that's like oh, so he definitely won against Daniel. When, what was it? Contemporary, yeah, R and B as well. Yeah, I feel yeah. No, the weekend won in that category. Oh, which I I'm not sure about that, but wait, we won a Grammy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. word. Was it his first one? Was it his no, first one? Okay, no, okay, he's won a few. Star enough. boy, yeah. Same, same deal. I'm I'm a little bit be little bit behind on the Grammys, but yeah. um, yeah, definitely Caesar had all of, all of Canada uh, behind him on that one. But you know, this is just the beginning. You got the Grammy nod, and then yeah, the nom is good, man. He, oh he yeah, sweeps, he's gonna sweep. No, he's it. gonna he's gonna come for it real hard. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm Chris, aka Chris, aka not Chris, aka the Tom Hemingway, aka Mr. Date Girl with you, aka bash me outside because I don't fight, I just get beat up, aka a little poopy dirt. I'm with my main man Navek. It's Navek, aka Navek, aka the Tamil Tyrese, aka Big Seon. A.K. Tukak Shapur. And 
Go ahead, hit him with us all. Damu, aka Sunday Samurai, aka Sunday. I want soup right now. <laughs> and this is a great episode, man. Thank Yo, Flygeria, bro. Don't Flygeria. forget to Flygeria right Flygeria, quick. Man. That's what we're calling. That's the name of the episode. It's, it's Fly. It's Flygeria. Yeah, man. baby. <laughs> I don't know, man. Green, white, green. We're here, man. Episode 38, High Top Flip Flops. Thank you again for joining us. Sunday School. We're going to drop all the links below. Make sure you keep up with them. Make sure you keep up with Joseph as well. Thank you again for listening. We'll catch you guys very, very soon. Everyone say bye on three. One, two, three. Bye. Bye. Came a long way from the trap house. Pull up on your bitch and blow a back out. Gave her this, she don't know how to act now. She gon' buzz it when I pull the stack up She know that I only fuck with bosses Oh no baby, I can't say no losses All this jewelry on me got me glossin' Run it up, I might just cop a Porsche It came with them horses, baby, look, don't force it I mean, yeah, you gorgeous, I just can't afford this You just want a nigga that ain't boring I need me a little baby that's foreign Tryna be around when the fame comes Same ones that died of me, the same ones All up in my DM, say I changed up Caught a wave, switched the game up Hey, little bitch, don't waste my time Please don't hit my line I been on my grind, money on my mind When I touch your man, wife up my wrist, I'll wear them dimes When I touch your man, wife up my wrist, I'll wear them dimes Hey, little bitch, don't waste my time Please don't hit my line I been on my grind, money on my mind I'ma flood my wrist with dimes, diamonds shine, shiny shine. Uh, yeah, but shawty fine, and she mine, she all mine. I'ma pull up in a Tesla, you know the shawty behind me. I think the Benz is the only reason that she like me. Freeze right off, uh, dumb call like freeze right off. Uh, Smoking gas like speed right off, uh, speed fast on the freeway. Hey, hey, know a couple girls that want a three way with me. Me, they said they will even do a screenplay for free. I don't even think that I had a time Cause like 20 hot niggas is on a grind Gon' have more brains than your mom and dad combined Then I chill in quiet space and catch my peace of mind I'ma catch my peace of mind Look, baby, give me time Cause you know that I'ma shine, oh, I'ma shine When I take that tap at night, it show me all the lies I get racks and dream it up, they double overnight Hey, little 